Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's good, everybody? We are on the road. That means one thing and one thing only. You know the background. We're on the road for the Tour Championship. That's why we're here. Welcome into the Early Wedge, part of the Early Edge universe. Every single week since January, we have been here. This is our final show of the year, except we'll have one more for the Ryder Cup coming up in a month. So we have no time to waste. This is a very special week. It's a very different week, so be very very careful. Hashtag educate and entertain. Let's bring in the stars of the show. And then I'm going to show you the odds because I've got to give all three of these a very special welcome. And thank you for a great season. First and foremost, Patrick McDonald from CBSSports.com. You can see him everywhere. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good afternoon, fellas. Yeah, I mean, time flies when you're having fun. Can't believe season one is about to be in the books, but there's money to be made in hot Atlanta this week, fellas. You're damn right. Up next, he is the counselor of cash, and he can do every sport, including PGA Tour. See ya. See you in a shot. Good afternoon. I don't know, Coach. I'm not feeling the vibes after you went first and foremost with Patrick McDonald. Uh, it's, I'm feeling a little sketchy right now. I'll, I'll take a back seat. <laughs> wow. Doesn't phase me at all. Last, but certainly not least, he's been a great addition to the CBS family. I work with him on PGA Tour Live all the time as well. The incredible Steve Scott. Steve, welcome back. What's going on, everybody? Uh, really great to be with everybody for this final week in Atlanta. I uh, can't wait to kind of see how this whole thing is going to shake out. 30 players, and we're really funneling this thing down to number one. Oh, and Scotty Scheffel, the first player ever to be the number one seed back-to-back years. So let's go ahead and show you how it's all going to stack up this week because if you're brand new to this particular Tour Championship, it's a staggered start. That's why it's so important to finish as high as you possibly can. So here's where the players are going to start. Scotty Scheffler starts at minus 10. Victor Hovland, after that win at the BMW Championship, he will start two back. And then you see the rest of the names, five, at four, three, two, one, and of course, even par. So with this staggered start, it begs the question, how do we bet it? Well, we'll get to that in a second. But first and foremost, let's do storylines that could affect the betting lines. And before we do that, Steve, I want you to educate us about 45 seconds, if you don't mind, on what Eastlake is truly all about. Yeah, Eastlake, what a, what a great golf course. I mean, it's the shrine. It's the home of Bobby Jones. Uh, if you've ever been in the clubhouse at Eastlake, you know what I'm talking about. It's one of the most dramatic clubhouses. Aside from the golf course, it's, it's really amazing. Uh, but this golf course, uh, it, it, you know, it's going to determine these players who, uh, who end up 
uh, cashing home the, the big $18 million first prize. But the golf course is very much a straight back and straight down type of golf course. And I think that's why you see a guy like Rory McIlroy play so well here. He can put that driver in his hands and just absolutely send it as far as possible. Uh, not much water comes into play on this golf course, only a couple holes. Uh, the strokes gained stat is going to be really big this week. And we'll go through that as we continue through all the picks today. But gained off the tee, uh, super, super important this week. So look at those players who are playing well in that realm. All right. Thank you, Steve, very much. Now, we're going to start right at the top and see I'm coming to you for your storyline because Scotty Scheffler, he's already won. He set a PGA Tour record already north of $21 million. He can certainly add to that this week. He's also trying to become just the second player ever to win the Players' Championship and the FedEx Cup in the same year Rory did it back in 2019. But it begs the question, can he close? You're up. Yeah, can he close? We've seen him sort of wilt this time of year when the FedEx Cup playoffs come around. And But by the way, when I say wilt, I mean wilt relative to some of the best golfers in the world. So in this situation, I just think it would be very unusual if Scotty Scheffler didn't actually win the Tour Championship because he's been so good, particularly tee to green. So I'm just really looking to see if we see a little bit of pop in his putter. We saw it a couple days last weekend, but... Man, I, to me, I feel like this is Scotty's to lose, but it was Scotty's to lose last Sunday, too, and we saw Victor Hovland charge back. There's a lot of guys in the chase pack. Is Scotty going to close? He, he should. He really should. He's been so good this year, but I don't know if it's going to happen. And let's keep in mind, so many storylines out there are like, well, what's too far back? How far is too far back? Well, Victor Hovland was four back with nine to play on Sunday. So this stagger start should mean nothing, right, Patrick? Exactly, Coach. I think the real question going into the week is how far back is too far back. This is only the fifth time that the Tour Championship has had the staggered start. You have two winners from the pole position, Patrick Cantlay in 2021, Dustin Johnson in 2020, and then two winners from far back. They both just happened to be Rory McIlroy. Last year, he won from minus four. Technically, he lost three strokes on that first hole with an opening triple bogey. So he was honestly nine back with 71 holes to play, and he won for minus five in 2019. So if you look at those in the minus four area, you got Max Homa, Patrick Cantlay, more than capable of putting together a few rounds. And then minus three, if you want to go that far back, Tommy Fleetwood, Russell Henley, Xander Shoffley, who has dominated around Eastlake in his young career. So, yes, Scotty Scheffler has a huge advantage with those two strokes on a golf course that really doesn't produce a ton of variance in the scoring realm. But there's a lot of big hitters right behind him. You're damn right there is. I had no clue that I'd be hitting the block button this early in the show, but apparently I'm going to. Hill to top says, keep the camera on Scott. He's the knowledgeable one. <laughs> I'd be offended if Go I'm on. Patrick or C. Clearly, he's not talking about me in that statement. <laughs> uh, steve Yeah, yeah. The uh, Really, I mean, you got to think about uh, think about what happened here last year and how this is really going to affect the players uh, who, who play well here of the top seven last year at the tour championship in the strokes gained off the tee, all seven of them finished in the top seven in the final standings at the tour championship. Uh, 2021, very similar. Four of the five who were in the top five of the strokes gained off the tee were in the top nine. So, you know, this may be a very interesting week. If you're not feeling really comfortable 
with this staggered start and all the things that are going on in your picks, this might be a great live betting week to, you know, get a round or two under your belt, kind of see how the strokes gained off the tee stats are playing, kind of see how everything is shaking out. And then maybe you, you throw a little bit here or there, but uh, yeah, this may be an inter- interesting week as far as that goes. You just warmed my heart. See, did you just hear Steve talk about live betting? The golfer? I mean, come on. No, come I'm trying on. to learn. I'm trying to learn. I'm you trying to are. Learn. You're leading the charge. Clearly, he'll do tough things, though, as well. Now, <clears throat> I will get to the rock mic in a moment. But let's get into DFS while I fix myself out here on the road. Because this is a very, very weird week. See it. Give me three that you like. Give me a face. Yeah, it's such a weird week because there's a lot of guys that you might consider to be really good bargains, but they're so far back. And what that means from a DFS standpoint is a couple of different things, but mainly they're not going to be getting a lot of finishing position points. A lot of the guys that are starting at even par or or minus one, A, they don't really have a chance to win the tournament that far back, but also they don't have a, a huge chance to chase down a bunch of finishing position points. With all that said, I do think there are some guys in that minus three, minus four category, which for the record, from a DFS finishing position standpoint, we're talking about five or six points allocated to those guys for finishing there. Well, if they can really you know, pile up some birdies over four rounds and pass a lot of guys, then all of a sudden some of those guys could finish fourth or fifth and, and get 16 finishing points instead of the six while getting more birdies than those guys that they are passing. So that's why, and I see Patrick is focused on this as well, that's why I'm focused largely on some of these guys um, in sort of that middle bottom area. I've got Roy McIlroy here at 13,000. You know, listen, you can pick anybody here. You can pick Rory. You can pick Victor Hovland. Uh, you can pick uh, Scotty Scheffler. Of those three, I have a feeling – you know, Rory and, and and Hovland will be two of the more popular ones. So, you know, pick your poison there. I mean, I think any of those guys are in play, but it's Russell Henley and Sam Burns that I really want to focus on. I think Russell Henley's really interesting at 8,300. He is really striking the ball well. Fleetwood is another guy in the same range at 8,800, really striking the ball well. They're at that minus three range, which allows them, if they have good rounds, to really start passing people, piling up the, the points with the birdies, but also piling up the points with potential finishing position points at the end of the tournament. So those are the guys in the mid-8K range I'd consider. And then Sam Burns at 6,100, you know, off the tee, listen, he, he's he's okay. Like, I mean, he's a, he's not ex- exactly accurate, but greens and regulation, he's been really good. The approach play has been really good. I think Sam Burns is starting to catch a little bit of fire that's going a little bit unnoticed. So I think at 6,100, even though he's super far back, I think he can have a few good rounds and start kind of, making an impact on that leaderboard to some degree. And then my fade is going to be Matt Fitzpatrick. Nice tournament last week. I wasn't really buying into him last week. And frankly, he did a lot of it with the short game, specifically with the putter at 10,000. It's just not a buy for me. Yeah. Matthew Fitzpatrick is the only player, the only player. Am I on the right mic? I'm saying only just make sure I'm on the right mic. Sound good. Mm -hmm. All right, great. The only player to move from outside the top 30 last week into (laughs) the top 30. There was only one. So Patrick, let me come to you. Why do you like these three? And, I don't blame you for John Rahm. He went from first, and now he's going to start all the way back and forth. Yeah, I'm riding with Colin Morikawa again at 7,700. He starts at minus one. He's been gaining everywhere for the past handful of months, and I'm really just going down with the ship at this point. I, I, I think it's a great course fit for him. Eastlake, you got to put the ball in the fairway. Uh, iron play ha- has to be sturdy, and he certainly does that well. And then these two guys, I'm really looking for kind of just flash in the pan, a, a, crap load of upside and both these guys have it jordan spieth 6700 i know he didn't play great last week really faltered down the stretch lucky to even be playing at east lake but he's played well here before he had four sub 70 rounds at this golf course last uh last year he was 
great at the St. Jude Championship, um, you know, leading after the first round there. So he has shown a bit of form recently, and he has shown to like this golf course. And then Emiliano Grillo at 5,700. T10 is a lone appearance. That's when there was no staggered start. Uh, T20 at the St. Jude Championship, T10 at the 3M, T6 at the Open Championship. He's just playing great golf, and I know he's coming from even par, but he has been someone who can make birdies and bunches and make up ground very quickly. So, look, I, I see some of these guys passing that five under, Lucas Glover. You know, the, the four at the top are going to be difficult to surpass, but once it gets to Lucas Glover, I think you're going to be seeing a lot of changeover, and, and those two guys I like to make a run. And then, yeah, I honestly was going to fade Matt Fitzpatrick as well, and then I saw Sia's pick in the document, so I changed it to John Rahm because Matt Fitzpatrick was 30th in driving accuracy the last three months. John Rahm's 29th. You think about John Rahm, this prodigious driver of the golf ball. Well, it's been quite poor recently uh and that's not the only part of the game 14th tee to green 19th around the green 20th putting during that same span so even though he has a decent history here was a low guy in 2021 uh he, he just doesn't seem to have it at this point and i'd rather go with a rory or a scotty at the top 30 consecutive weeks 30 consecutive weeks john rom was at number one and now he makes it the final event of the year and he's going to start a full four shots back now gentlemen we got a little good news a little bad news from the chat. First of all, Rebecca, she's always got her back. She said, how rude, Hill to top. But then as I go down, look who just came in. Experiencing FOMO at its worst or at its best. EC is in the chat. If you have any questions for EC, put him in the chat. He will answer them for you in real time. And EC, stop with the trying to get compliments from everybody. Big cheesy. He, he tells you that every time. Be better. Now, speaking of being better, the entire Early Edge crew, we're better all over the place. I'll be hosting primetime scoreboards tonight at 8 o'clock. My boy Patrick and Sia, they'll be on HQ tomorrow to talk about the Tour Championship everywhere. But a little reminder for those of you that are new here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. I'm probably going to say this a thousand times today, but you need to be very careful whatever sports book you use to make sure you're making the right pick with the strokes or without the strokes. 
And I say that because we are in our first category, the first round leader category, which can be very, very confusing because of where they are starting. So, see, I'm starting with you. Who do you like? Yeah, I'll say this. Unfortunately, of all the markets, it's the first round leader market that across a lot of books is not giving you the option mm-hmm. without starting strokes. I noticed that on DraftKings. I noticed it on on FanDuel and some other books where they're just not even giving you the option. So in other words, if Scotty's starting at minus 10 and Victor Hovland's starting at minus eight, and Roy's starting at minus seven, they're doing the first round leader with those strokes in mind. And so there's only a few guys that you can choose from, again, at most books. Maybe your book is different, but most of the conventional books, that's what they have, which is why at two back with 18 holes to play, I'm going to leave my money, leave my chips on the Victor Hovland square because that's what I did last week when I predicted on Sunday morning, really Thursday night, but also Sunday morning that Victor Hovland three strokes back would catch Scotty Scheffler. I see no reason why not why I shouldn't do it again when it's really just a three or four horse race at this point since we're considering considering just 18 holes. So Victor Hovland at plus 360, he can get so hot with the short game, but specifically with the putter and the ball striking. I mean, Steve mentioned it off the tee, and it looks like this is one of his picks too. The the total driving, the off the tee game, Victor Hovland, this just seems like a very nice setup for him. Hovland, you know, just like C said, I mean, Hovland is kind of in that, you know, there's only a couple people you'd want to pick. I mean, Scotty Scheffler should probably be the first round leader given all his stats this year being the first round scoring average leader almost by a full shot. Um, and I'd love to pick Xander as well, but he's three under. He's seven shots behind. So, you know, with with the fact that you're not able to pick uh, really without the uh, starting strokes, I mean, Hovland is just kind of right in that sweet spot where you can actually, you know, do a little something, uh, make a little something for your money. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of in that right spot. Am I on the right mic now? Yep. Am I okay now? Yeah. Okay. Golly. I tell you what, we just go through it. This is what live TV is all about or streaming, whatever you want to call it. But this is a perfect category, ladies and gentlemen at home. You can't bet every single category. And this is why we said at the top, you got to understand the tour championship. It's so different than Mm -hmm. any other tournament all year long. All right. Now we're going to get to our bread and butter. Now, this is also where some books have a guy that starts at seven against a guy that starts at six or five against a guy that starts at four. So we'll be very, very clear in what we call our bread and butter, our head-to-head matchups. Patrick, I'm going to start with you. Which two do you like this week? Yeah, both of these will be from guys who are starting at the same starting point. So we, we don't have to add that extra factor in it. And I love Tommy Fleetwood this week every which way, and that includes minus 120 over Ricky Fowler over the last uh, – you know, three months, Fowler's 20th off the tee. Like Steve said, you really got to have your driver in order around this place. And when I think about Ricky Fowler, I think about more forgiving setups with the driver in hand. And that certainly is not Eastlake. Meanwhile, Tommy Fleetwood just seemingly contending every week, fifth in total strokes gained over the last three months, fifth in driving accuracy, fifth in putting. So really has a whole game working for him. Uh, and then I love Corey Connors, minus 115 over Tony Finau. I've been looking for Finau to show me something. I wish he made a push towards that U.S. Ryder Cup team, but ever since that Mexico Open win, he has just been dreadful. I mean, 29th in total strokes gained, 21st tee to green, 25th off the tee, 23 in approach, 30th in putting since that tournament. I mean, he's pretty much dead last in just about everything. Corey Connors, very accurate off the tee. He'll be playing from the fairway a bunch, a great iron player as well. So I think he'll get it done at minus 115 over Tony Finau. Last week, three different uh, rounds, I bet against Tony Finau. And it wasn't even close. He shot over par every – I even beat him with Tom Kim when Tom Kim shot over par. That's a, that's like stealing money. All right. 
So, see, you clearly agree with Patrick on at least one of yours. You can go next. You know, what's funny, too, is, is if you recall on my early wedge, I had four tournament matchups, and two of them were against Tony Finau, and I thought I was going to cruise to victory on both of them. One of them did cruise to victory. I think it was Cam Young over Tony Finau. The other one was Ben On over Tony Finau, and I, Ben On just decided oh. he didn't want to play on Sunday. Like, he I had something he better it. to do. <laughs> Six over par, and, and he, I think he only lost to Tony by, like, one stroke. I mean, so oh. he literally just it completely imploded, and that's what it took for Tony Finau to win a tournament matchup. So, geez. Boy, do I like Patrick's find of Corey Connors minus 115 over Tony Finau. But I'm not really going to echo too much Fleetwood over Ricky Fowler. Like, it makes a lot of sense. Fleetwood has consistently maintained this game, ball striking and with the short game. Whereas Ricky Fowler, ever since the Rocket Mortgage win, he's really wilted. And it's not just in one area. He's wilting with the ball striking, particularly on approach with some inconsistency and off the tee. And he's wilting with the putter. So I, I just really don't see why this is minus 120 other than the name recognition. I think this probably should be. If you take, took the names out of it and you just added the metrics in, this really should be like a minus 140, minus 145 pick here. So I love that one. And then Burns at plus 125 over speed. The thing about Burns, and I mentioned it in the DFS category, I do think he's trending in the right direction. He's not super accurate off the tee, but neither has Jordan Spieth been um, as of late. Greens in regulation, though, Burns really outclasses Jordan Spieth. And on approach lately, last 12, 16 rounds, he has outclassed Jordan Spieth. So I think this plus 125 number is kind of out of nowhere here. I'd, I'd have maybe put this at minus 110 each way, but I'll take the plus money all day. This is not a course and not a tournament that you want to try to find your game at. And right now, I feel like Spieth the last couple of weeks, even though he, he had the 18-hole lead a couple of weeks ago, he's still trying to find his game right now. You don't want to find it this week. Now, Steve, interesting, as I look at my notes, you actually picked a head-to-head of a player at 8-under and a player at 7-under, but yeah. yet the player at 8-under is the underdog. Yeah. Interesting. You're up. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting, and I'm, I'm going to take that little uh, one-shot advantage and go with Victor Hovland, the guy who's got the hot hand, the 28 on the back nine the other day to take the title. Um, you know, I, I really feel like, although Rory has played very well, uh, his record is awesome at, at Eastlake. It's really good. I just think Victor, again, he just has that little bit of a hot hand right now. And, and it was one thing that I heard uh, that Colt Nost overheard, the CBS on-course guy. Uh, he said something uh, to the effect of that he overheard Rory say, coming off the last green the other day, he ended up losing by five shots. But he overheard Rory kind of under his breath say something like, yeah, that was typical. You know, typical finish or typical putting or, you know, just Rory's just not kind of like, I don't know. He just doesn't have that. I, it's not something I, I would have feel like. Tiger probably would have said in his prime. So anyway, going Victor there. Uh, Sung J M over Corey Connors. Uh, M was 11th last week in the third round and strokes again off the tee. In the final round, he was third. He only made one bogey over the weekend as well. So he's trending really well, feeling really good with his game. And I think more importantly, he's got a better track record at Eastlake than does uh, Corey Connors. Uh, Corey Connors has 226 place finishes out of 30 and a tie for 22nd. Uh, Sung J.M. tied for second last year, and the other three were in the top 20. So, And plus, Sung J. lives in Atlanta, so he's used to this heat. He's ready to go. Well, he technically has a house in Atlanta. Yeah, I, don't I mean, he's he, ever, I don't know if he's ever stayed there, <laughs> but he's a house in Atlanta. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, he stayed in a hotel for like the first four years of his career. He didn't have a home. 
he just kept playing and just kept playing. By the way, Victor Hovland, Steve, he's made it to the Tour Championship every single year that he's been on the PGA Tour. That's how consistent Victor Hovland is. Gentlemen, I love those head-to-head matchups. Now, let's switch gears and get into what, again, is going to be a very difficult section to even have anything in. And this is finishing position. There's only 30 players. So, see, I'm coming to you first. You actually found a name that has a plus number next to it. Crazy. Who am I talking about? Yeah, you're talking about Tommy Fleetwood at plus 150. And I think part of the reason he has such a big plus number here, big for him at plus 150, is because he's not starting inside the top 10. He's really close to it, but he's not starting inside the top 10. Um but he's right outside of it. So, listen, we don't have to sing the praises of Tommy Fleetwood too much. I think the one knock against Tommy Fleetwood is I don't know that he can close a tournament and win a tournament. Well, he doesn't have to He doesn't have to worry about that here in particular because I don't expect him to win the tournament either, especially starting so far back. But at plus 150, I mean, he's been too good all around. So it's Tommy Fleetwood inside the top 10. All right, Steve, let me come to you because I love yeah. when I see a plus 500 number yeah. for a top 10, especially <laughs> when you only have to pass – I mean, 15, 20 players, you have four rounds to do it. Yeah, I, you know, it, look, and this for me, I'll preface this by saying, you know, you don't want to throw a, a lot at this at this one uh, compared to the other ones, again, because it's just there's just not that many players who are going to actually move up given the staggered start. So uh, Sung J.M., for everything I just said about him, uh, he starts two shots back at top of top 10 and only one back of 11th. So again, with 30 players in the field, you just don't have to pass that many players. So anyway, uh, Sung Jay at plus 230 there. Sam Burns, for everything you've said, uh, you know, Sia was mentioning about Sam Burns and how he's trending well. Um, you know, he's got one more chance to get some sort of maybe a miracle captain's pick from Zach Johnson, number one. He was ninth uh, in strokes gained off the tee last week. And not counting the team event in New Orleans earlier in the year where players are freed up a lot in that format, last week was his best off-the-tee performance since last October. So uh, Sam Burns has clearly found something. This golf course, not too dissimilar with the corridors you have to play down than last week at Olympia Field. So, you know what? Throw a, you know, Just throw a little bit on Sam Burns and uh, see what happens. I, at plus 500, I mean, you got not a lot to lose. Just a little sprinkle. Just a little sprinkle. By the way, Steve's a big part of the PGA of America. They put on the Ryder Cup, and they announced their six automatic qualifiers this past, I think it was yesterday, and then they still have six captain's picks to come. And to your point, Steve, it'll be very interesting to see what Zach Johnson decides to do. Patrick, I'm coming to you. You love Tommy Fleetwood also, and we're seeing a Russell Henley sighting for the first time today. Yeah, didn't get involved in the first round leader market, so I figured I threw uh, throw a few coins here with Tommy Fleetwood <laughs> plus one fifty. Simpatico with Sia, it can't go wrong. So I love that at, for a top ten play. And then I'm driving the Rust bus this week, plus one sixty five. You get the man on a Donald Ross design where you got to split fairways and have good iron play, and that's Russell Henley to a T. Georgia boy through and through. He's comfortable in these parts, comfortable with the heat, uh, and he's playing great golf. He's the the most underrated player on the PGA Tour for my money. Six in total strokes gained over the last half year. That's better than someone like a John Rahm, for example, which is just ludicrous to think, but that's how good uh, Russell Henley has been. So give me a top 10 on him. And he's not scared to go low. This week, I encourage all of you, look at the names that are at three under, two under, four under, and find names of guys that aren't scared to shoot a 62 or shoot a 63. Now, TJ in the chat wrote something 
that I would think that EC would actually write. He goes, I for sure am going to hit a top 30 play this week. Really, TJ? Kind of funny, but really? All right. Now, this is over the last couple of years, this is the category that you can really make some money on if you find the right player. And you can bet with strokes or you can bet without strokes. Counselor, I'm going to start with you because I believe all of yours are with strokes. Is that correct? No, actually, two of them are without strokes. One is with strokes. And, and Coach, I'll start with the with strokes one because it's a name that we just keep talking about. It's Victor Hovland. So, again, Victor Hovland is starting two back of Scotty Scheffler. He's starting, again, I know it's confusing. He's starting at eight under just for perspective. That's one shot um, more than Roy McIlroy, who's starting at seven under. I, I, I think at plus 500, he's, he's a really solid pick here. I mean, really what you're doing in this tournament, I, I understand there are guys that they can have a ceiling outcome at 300 and 400 and maybe win this tournament. But most I would say most of the win equity is probably caught up in those top three guys. And I think Hovland right now has mm-hmm. shown, especially on a Sunday and especially with the putter in particular, which is a very important shot, by the way, Tita Green's great. But if you can't make your putt, then Tita Green ain't so great. And Victor Hovland's doing it all the way around. And that's what I love about him. So plus 500, who's the hottest guy right now in this moment? It's probably Victor Hovland. Because, by the way, that low round on Sunday, he's been doing that. He has been doing the low round thing. And he can do it uh, this tournament in the Tour Championship as well. Now I have two winners without starting strokes. I actually have a couple more in the long shot section. Tease there. But the two without starting strokes, again, Tommy Fleetwood's one of them at 25 to 1. We've sung his praises. What that means, just to be super clear, without starting strokes, it means the 72-hole winner of this event. Erase all the starting stroke stuff. Imagine everybody starts from even par. Who's going to shoot the lowest score over those four rounds? That's what it means to start without starting strokes. So what I'm saying is that 25 to 1 over four rounds, Tommy Fleetwood will shoot the lowest score at 25 to 1. And my next guy is Sam Burns for all of the reasons that we just talked about. The great thing about Fleetwood is that he can't really close on a Sunday. I mean, at least that's what I've seen over the the last, well, this entire year, actually. Well, he's not going to win the tour championship, most likely. He doesn't have to close on Sunday. He doesn't have to have that in his mind like, oh, man, I really need to chase this guy down. He's just going to be like basically freewheeling it because he's not going to have that pressure. And that's why I think he's got an even better chance to close as the 72-hole winner as opposed to the tour championship winner. I think that is brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant because think about this at home. All the players that start where Sam Burns starts, which is even par, they're going to put the gas pedal down because they want to win the whole damn thing. They want all that bonus money. And so you could find a player like a Sam Burns who's been on fire and he could go just go bananas because he's starting 10 shots back. Such a brilliant play by the counselor. All right, Patrick, let me come to you next because you have both of yours, I believe, without is that correct because I, I confuse myself that's correct yeah these are winners without starting strokes just typed a different way so i like to see uh so nicely put to card the low 72 hole total tommy fleetwood fairway jesus say no more 25 to 1 and then <laughs> russ bus russell henley uh 40 to 1 i i think the market best now is 35 and then to Justin in the chat, I got the Connors over fee now at Bet MGM. But I did put out the week of the St. Jude Championship. We saw Scotty Scheffler a shade under five to one to win the FedEx Cup. So I do have that in my back pocket, but that's long gone this week. And credit to uh, Skyhook on Twitter for putting that one out there early. 
A lot of shout-outs today. I like it. Oh, what a shock. Nobody's asking EC any questions in the chat. So his personal cheerleader, Big Cheese, he has to try to get it going. Shocking. All right, Steve Scott, what do you like as far as victory is concerned? Yeah, I'll, I'll go without the the starting strokes right now. I mean, Sung J.M. plus 3,500. Uh, he likes this venue. He, he's, uh, you know, he's got a chance. He could He could come from way back and – you know, all it takes is just one round of 63, 64, and which he can do around this this place. And you get right back into the mix from where he started from. But uh, and I know I in, in the head to head, I picked Victor Hovland over Rory McIlroy. So, you know, it, pick one or the other, depending on which way you go. But I, maybe I'm just throwing this in for you here, coach, because I know you got you like Rory McIlroy. It's hard to bet against this guy at this course, really. I mean, if you think about the way he drives the golf ball. He's got three wins here, four other top tens. Um, you know, he only, he's ahead of 27 of the other 29 players already. And so, and this is a golf course he plays great on. So, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, he probably could and should do it uh, this week again. So, um, you know, think about what you want to do with Roy McElroy versus Victor Hovland, uh, kind of like I did before. But Roy McElroy, I, I, I've got a feeling he, he could get something done uh, with the big, big trophy this week. I agree with you. I think Rory is one of those guys. This is what I love about the stagger start. I know not all the players like it. I get that. But this is about the entire season. This is about working up, and that's what playoffs is all about. It's kind of like having home field advantage in football. You play the whole season to get that advantage. Now, quick question. Gord says, where did you guys find the without strokes market? DraftKings has it very, very clear. You can hit it with strokes or without strokes. Uh, anybody have the without strokes anywhere else other than DraftKings? Did anybody find it anywhere else? I'm no? not sure FanDuel has yeah, it. I'd have to Fan, check. FanDuel has it. They just list it a little bit differently. They just list it like without handicap strokes. Oh, That's okay. the way they they their verbiage. Okay. All right. Just look at the numbers and match them up with what we have. They should be pretty, pretty close. That's why you come here. Educate and entertain. Now, before we get to our final segment of the show, you guys know I got to pay those pesky little bills. My guys, they're expensive. Here's another word from one of our incredible partners. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you missed it and you're watching it live right now, yesterday, Buckets hit a cash ticket in the 10th minute of stoppage time. That's after 90 minutes, 10 more minutes, he still cashed. Next level. Part of Galazzo, 24-7 right here at CBS. Messi has taken the United States by storm. Mm -hmm. So it also begs the question, is there a long shot that could take the Tour Championship by storm? 
Long shots. Okay, I've got I've got one here, and then I've got kind of a, an interesting one that you all can consider for just a sprinkle. Uh, you know, these are long shots, so they should be sprinkles anyway. Winner without starting strokes. I'll go with Lucas Glover because the number is so high, 55 to 1. Listen, he's been driving the ball great. The approach has been great. The putter can get really hot, and it's been pretty consistent. I think 55 to 1 as a, again, winner without starting strokes. So that means just the 72-hole 70, the winner. I think at 55 to 1, that's one to – Consider because honestly, I thought he would wilt in a big way last week, but he was pretty good. Even on the weekend, he wasn't great on, you know, during round four, but round three, he was pretty great. So I think he's still really locked in, and I think he's very much incentivized to play well um, with, a, with, for, with a couple of things in mind there. And then I got a really fun one for you. The Tour Championship parlay with the Czech Masters, okay? We're going to go Victor Hovland, like I said, at plus 500, and Nikolai Hoygaard over at the Czech Masters. I Listen, I haven't completely handicapped that tournament, but I do know it's going to be an off-the-tee and a tee-to-green test, and Nikolai Hoygaard checks those boxes. It's part of the reason he's only 14-1. to 1. You, pair those, you pair those up together. EC's in the chat. I did this for him. Victor Hovland <laughs> at plus 500, parlayed with Nikolai Hoygaard at plus 1,400. Well, what does that get you? It gets you the 91 winner parlay, and we're going to hit it. Let's go. An EC special on the last regular show of the year. Next Never done level. a parlay on this show ever, Coach. Not one single parlay. EC entered the chat, and I said, all right, I got to ring something up real quick. Here we go. Next level, kid. Next level. I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> EC says, I'm so proud, Sia. I'm so proud. All right. Well, the reason that EC isn't on the show, we'll get to next. And his name is Steve Scott. So, uh, by the way, but EC is going to be a big part of our football coverage this weekend. Uh, Steve, tell me why you agree with Sia when it comes to Lucas. And then Keegan. Yeah. Keegan has a big number this week. Talk to me. Yeah, before I get to Lucas Glover right there, I mean, so many things. I, I just got to say I'm super heartbroken last week that Hovland absolutely stole my long shot pick of Matt Fitzpatrick, who tied for second. I thought I was going to get one just right there at the end, uh, just oh, right in the in the heart. But uh, Lucas Glover, he's hitting the ball great. You know, he's got not a whole lot to lose. Uh, you know, he can go and, again, he could be one of those guys. If he has a great week this week, he could be one of those guys that could be on that Ryder Cup team, given his hot hand. So throw a little bit on Lucas. Uh, really, and then Keegan Bradley. Here's a guy, two wins this season. This guy bleeds red, white, and blue. I don't know if you remember back in 2012 when the U.S. lost in a dramatic fashion at Medina to the uh, European team. Keegan Bradley is so locked into the Ryder Cup, and he was so devastated by that loss that he didn't unpack his suitcase for over two years <laughs> from that week. So uh, just imagine all the stinky clothes that were in there, but uh, he just bleeds uh, the American flag colors, and he would love to do something. So uh, at plus 13,000, I mean, you know, throw it just a little bit, and you might get a big payday. I didn't think that Zach Johnson was going to have such a hard time in picking his six players, but there's a lot of guys that you could justify, right? Yeah, Steve? For sure, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And it's not just the course they play in the PGA Tour. It's that uh, Marco Simone course over in Italy, which is supposed to be a little tighter, maybe a little shorter. And uh, we'll see what uh, what happens this week. By the way, Steve will be a part of our Ryder Cup show coming up in about three or four weeks as well. All right. Now, Patrick McDonald, I'm coming to you, big boy, because I love seeing myself a plus 8,000. I love seeing myself a plus 9,000. Explain yourself. 
Yeah, someone who's definitely going to be in Rome is Tommy Fleetwood, 80 oh, to 1. I thought you were talking about yourself. I was like, damn, uh, really? <laughs> and I know, I know, Sia said he can't close on Sunday, but at 80 to 1, given the hot hand, the heater he is riding, I think it would be almost poetic, almost funny to a point if Tommy Fleetwood somehow came through and won the tour championship. The metrics have been fantastic. And then we talk about Ryder Cup selection. I don't think this man is garnering enough attention for a Ryder Cup pick. I don't think he will be picked for the Ryder Cup, but I would love to see Russell Henley really make a charge this week and at 90 to 1. Like I said, the most underrated player on the PGA Tour. It's a great fit for him, great setup, and he's playing great. Uh, to be clear, when it says Russell Henley to win the Tour Championship, this is the new Tour Championship. There's no more one wins one, one wins the other. There's only one winner at the end of the week. So he's got to win the whole damn thing. And Russell Henley starts uh, minus three. So he's starting the week seven back Fleetwood in the same spot at minus three as well. All right. You guys know that we like to end every one of our shows. I can't believe we've come to the end of our season asking my guys, my experts, the best in the business. What's the number one most important thing they're looking for this week? See ya. Let's start with you. What's really interesting to me is we've had this entire season and usually every year we've got like a couple of guys that we consider the cream of the crop. You know, it's usually, you know, Rom, Rory, Scotty Scheffler. I wonder if Victor Hovland is going to replace somebody in that conversation. He, he really has a chance to do so, obviously, if he wins the tour championship. But I mean, you know, with John Rom wilting and Rory just being great, but not great enough to close, you know, as often as people think. And Scotty Scheffler having a problem with the putter. Are we about to see sort of the beginnings or maybe we're seeing the endings of what will be Victor Hovland being the best player in the world? I think he's going to win the tour championship. And I think he's going to enter that conversation going into next season. And I'm kind of excited about it because he's a really easy guy to root for. You're damn right. He is Patrick. Talk to me. I'm looking to, to Scotty Scheffler and him putting a bow on an all time season. You look at the scoring average. It's only in the neighborhood of Tiger Woods in the two thousands of EJ's season as well. And what he's done this year has just been next level. He deserves the win. He deserves to throw his name into the player of the year category with John Rahm. I think if he wins the FedEx cup, he will get that title back to back and he deserves it after uh, squandering a five stroke lead on Sunday last year. So I'm looking for world number one. Scotty Scheffler, the best player in 2023, to put a bow on an all-time season. Two straight years, over $21 million. Can he put that stamp that Patrick is talking about and become a FedEx Cup champion? Now, Steve Scott, what are you looking forward to? Well, I, I, it's not maybe – I think you guys both outlined it perfectly about what's probably going to happen this week. But it's not really what I'm looking forward to. It's what I really am appreciative of. I appreciate of all – of everybody – the chat and all you guys just really supporting and, and welcoming me into this family that you have here uh, on the early wedge with open arms. And, uh, you know, it's been so much fun to be with you on these on these big events this year. And, you know, to cap it all off this week, um, you know, I, I wish everybody all the luck in the world on their picks. But uh, I just can't thank you guys enough for everything uh, you've done and all your support. And, uh, you know, God willing, I'll be back for some more and it'll be fun.
Well, you are going to be back for some more because I got to tell you, when we started this brand in 2020, and by the way, we haven't missed one single day since 2020, but we've evolved into other shows. In the early wedge, when we decided to do that this year, we didn't know what it was going to be. We didn't know who was going to be on it. We didn't know that Steve Scott was going to become such a big part of what we do, but that's exactly how you build a brand. You become smart. You get really good people that you enjoy working with, and this is what comes out. But we can't do it without all of you at home. So thank you for finding us, tuning in live, watching us on demand, and trusting us. Because that's, at the end of the day, what this is. It's about trust. And that's what we do. That's what we do. So with all that being said, damn it, I am fired up to call the Tour Championship this week. We'll have round-by-round picks. I'll be hosting every single day. It's a late start, only 30 players, so nothing changes. Especially this. There's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these early wedge tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, Lumbo, Steve Scott, the counselor, Patrick McDonald, EC in the chat, and the snake doing all the hard work behind the scenes. The show looks like a million bucks. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's truly what we're all about at the Early Edge and also right here at the Early Wedge. Good luck.